Hello and welcome. I was about to say it to you, these podcasts. Yeah. It's been like a year and a month. I know it has been like a year. I know it has. <laughs> How are you not used to it by now? <laughs> because it's so ingrained. We shouldn't say hello and welcome. We should say something else. You say hello and welcome. Okay. No one else says hello and welcome. Really? Just you. No, George does. How long did we even... Oh, you... I'm calling Gerard. Huh? <laughs> Hello and welcome. This this is the podcast. <laughs> is that better? <laughs> this is the podcast. Is this like, is the fight? <laughs> that's even less specific. I like it. It's like we're the only podcast in existence. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. I mean, technically, we're the only podcast in the world that has one black guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There are a lot of. <laughs> I just hello and welcome to Dead and Sons. There we go. There you go. Are you are you gonna leave the there you go in? You're not gonna even cut it. You're just gonna be like, oh yeah, there you go. There you there go. You're just gonna be like, what the? Okay. There you go. Today I have my two lovely co-hosts, Liam. Hello. And uh, what's the other guy's name again? Sorry, let me read the script. Yeah, we we have a script. George. Thank you. There Thank it you. Is. Oh my. <laughs> I played games this week. <laughs> what a good script. Hello, fucking Luya, 2019, and it's like New Year's resolutions. And I'm playing 2018 games. Yeah. And 2017 games. Isn't this normal? I was thinking about it, actually. Matt, I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about when we come to the Dad Awards 2019, we're going to have to have a brand new category called What Game Matt Played That's Game of the Year 2018 <laughs> in 2019. Listen, I'm trying. I'm trying here. I bought back my stolen PS4. <laughs> Okay. So so maybe we'll have like more than than one award in the what game Matt played this year category next year. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be a lot. I'm playing through all the the good ones. Cuz he's not going to play any games in 2019 unless it's Kingdom Hearts 3. That's the only game this year that comes out in 2019 Matt's going to play. Right? Right? So so how did it go? Very what's true. what's it like being back in the world of uh of console peasantry? Um Wait, wait. Credit where credit's due. The turnaround on this was incredible, Matt. People do don't mean? even realize that they will have been listening to last week's episode thinking, we should help Matt out, you know? Maybe, like, we can help him find some deals and stuff. You'd already bought that shit, but by the time the episode <laughs> had gone out. And then you're, yes. you'd already, like, literally stepped out of the door the day we finished last week's episode, and you'd, like, you're like, boys, bought myself a PS4, got God of War, I'm in. It, it, it's 2019. I'm trying to make a change here. Trying to trying to spend all my savings on the podcast here. Not a good idea right now. <laughs> so we 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 hung up the phone last week and uh, went went throughout our day. And at the end of the day, I got a message from Matt in, in the Dad and Son Discord that said, "Just got my PS4. Just finished God of War." <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to write? And then, like four hours later, another message comes in that's like, "Shit, my PS4 just failed." <laughs> Yep, and that's what's normal about it. I, I forgot, you know, as a person who's grown up building my stuff, building my PCs, you know, they don't fail very much. You get you get a console, they f- red ring, some bullshit happens, doesn't turn on, all this stuff happens, and I, I just don't like it. I just don't like it, and it's loud as hell. Oh, my yeah, God. So what- it sounds like it's taking off all the time. What, what did you end up getting, and how, and from where? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, a lot of people have been buying the old cheap PS4s. So, 
I had to get, I had to go to games, game, uh, I was about to say GameStop. Game, oh, yeah, it is GameSpot. <laughs> GameSpot. Nope, I did yeah, it again. Yeah. Games, games, GameStop. 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 See, now no, you have to I'm not even American. Right? GameSpot, right GameStop. Can't Which stop one? the spot. GameStop. <laughs> Can't stop the spot stop. Yeah, so I was I was actually trying to support the local game businesses, but uh, they were all sold out. Especially, they were like $50 cheaper. I was like, oh, man, I want one of those. And I didn't want to risk it on craigslist because these things are old now these things are years old and these people they don't really take care of their stuff so i went to a place that i can go back and yell at which is gamestop so i went there <laughs> bought me a ps4 i was like, all right uh maybe i should get god of war god of war was like 40 bucks i could red box it for three days yeah. for seven yeah. bucks why not i'm probably gonna just like go through it anyway right. and picked up horizon zero dawn i actually asked on twitter and people told me like the big ones, like Persona Five, obviously is like one of the number one requested ones that I got. Uh, game, uh, God of War, of course, Horizon, Zero Dawn, uh, Spider Man. Um, I had some like some Gravity Rush stuff too, which I've never looked into. Okay. Yeah, of course, Bloodborne, but I mean, I don't know if I want to get back into some Bloodborne again. I don't know. Because you know it's such a garbage game, right, George? Yeah, right. Yeah. <coughs> I I dropped right. it just like halfway through. <laughs> I just put me to sleep. What I'm waiting for is the God of War chat. Oh, come on. Well, well, it did it did uh break down. I got to the end of God of War. You know when? You, well, have you guys beat God of War? You haven't. Have I have you? not. You've just been having these ridiculous <laughs> opinions, and you just don't. You haven't finished the game. Yeah, dude, I played You're twenty-five just like hours of that thing. I don't even know how the fuck you did it in two days. What the fuck? It was a, okay. Um. All right. Well, at the end, you didn't want to spill like the beans. Big... I don't know how much you played it. <laughs> what do you mean? I ran right through it. It took like ten hours. What are you talking about? Did it? Um, it, it just <laughs> kind of looked like an RE four type like a thing. Sh- super linear. Um, it's still a long so, ass game. It wasn't linear. It's a long ass they, game. Yeah, they, I mean, there's a main quest, but there's a lot of side quests, a yes. lot of like little little bits and pieces, which seems to be very common nowadays. And I think we talked about this before with uh, you know Kuni Two and all these games. Yeah, like, why, why can't we just have yeah? It's just like well, good padding, like The Witcher Three, good padding. Yeah, not just like fetch quest stuff. Yeah, good padding. World building padding is good. I remember uh, searching for little collectible medallions hidden around, like how you shoot the medallions in Resident Evil 4. I, 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 I yeah, remember no, like mini game padding is good. Like in Resident Evil what 4, you who would uh, yeah. sell you stuff with a fun personality. and Yeah, there was always a goal with it. Like Nino Kuni had not really any pad- any good padding from matt's point of view i feel like god of war's padding is like sometimes is good sometimes it's bad depending on like the kratos and boy conversation you get because of it like you don't really get anything else because of it uh apart from yeah, like the, only the, reason the collectibles do them yeah but you get a lot of exposition exposition between the, the kratos and atreus so it, it can be worth you it if you're lo- into that oh yeah that's right that's a spoiler never mind between what's <laughs> That was a spoiler. I was about to say the boy's real name. Ah, his real name. His real name. See, yeah, George which, doesn't even know that. Yeah. 
yeah, I think I'll live. Oh, so you finished it, Liam. I haven't finished it, but I did get like near the end. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, there's a part at the very end where you're walking up this mountain and the PC, P, PS4 started to die. It just shut off. <laughs> you see what age I'm in? Was it just like... <laughs> it just like it literally drove was like out. gonna yeah, take you off it looked to like space. It, it, it left his physical body. Because we'll talk, we'll talk about it in a little bit. But the Resident Evil 2 demo, when I was playing that, my PS4 just sounded like it was gonna it was gonna dig its own grave. It was so ill. It went to the spirit world. Yeah. It it literally was. It sounded like it. I was like, no, you have to hold out until the end of January, motherfucker. We gotta play this game. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll get onto that. Mac, please continue. Okay. Okay. Well, it it died. It died horribly, and I had to take it back to GameSpot. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You see how often I go there. And yes. uh, I was like, wait a minute, I don't have my receipt. He's like, I was like, you guys can pull it up, right? Because I remember back then, you couldn't do that. Like, if you didn't have your receipt, you just couldn't return something. Because mm-hmm. um, I just left it at home. I didn't lose it or anything like that. But I didn't want to drive all the way back home to get my receipt. And he's like, oh. I was like, you can put it up with my account, right? And he's like, oh, let me see. I'm like, let me see. <laughs> Please don't. But it, it, Apparently, they have made their system better, so you can actually pull it up online. Um, but then I asked him, I was like, wait a minute, my saves, it doesn't automatically save to the cloud, does it? And he's like, no, no, it doesn't. Wait, did you play through the whole game again? No, I was able to bring it home, cross my <clears throat> fingers, do like a, you know, get a chicken. You know, make a little yeah. pentagram on the floor, put it next to it, and made it make it turn on for just a couple of seconds. Bought PS4 Plus, mm-hmm. downloaded it to the cloud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then um, tried to play God of War again just to see if I had to go back <laughs> to it. And it cut off as soon as it got to the main screen. I was like, okay. Oh, Went back, shit. got another PS4. <laughs> that one started to cut off too. What? Oh, come on. Two. What a low So what happens bullshit. is when this one is doable, Ugh. but what happens is when it goes into sleep mode, it tends to shut off entirely. Jesus hey, Christ. Welcome to my world. That's what mine does too. And you're just like <sighs> And then you just have to I reset don't feel like it and then it's back. like, would you like to report the problem? <clears throat> and I'm like, no, we do this every day. We do that we dance this dance. A thousand times a year. Just reboot yourself and we'll continue on as normal. People were saying that, well, the listeners of the show were saying that it was my my hard disk. Yeah. But I've never changed it. So I can't confirm or deny that you will be suffering from the same problem, but you might be. I, I don't know. I, I was a sucker and I bought that damn insurance for a year. So I didn't have to deal with it for a year. So I could just say, here, exchange this, please. You okay. Guys, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but 
Like, mm. what's the price of thirty bucks wasted? Right, because the, uh. the price of insurance of a video game console insurance, so that you can return your defective video game consoles that you're buying from GameSpot, is probably just, yep. just like making up the difference in some scheme that they've got where they've they've carefully adjusted mm-hmm. the pricing and psycholo- psychological marketing of this stuff for like years behind the mm-hmm. scenes to to get people mm-hmm. feel like they're spending less money when they're really mm-hmm. not. Because you went back like twice are you gonna go back and get a third ps4 i swear to god man. yeah this is like i'm feeling vicarious it's not i, I don't want to say anger i don't want to say stress it's like not quite anger but it's still really pissy i am like taking vicarious piss from you through the microphone right now Ooh, that makes mm-hmm. me pissy yeah it does it does i thought i was gonna spend 200 bucks or less on a PS4 and I'm spending two eighty. I'm just like because of the insurance. I was like, no, this is not well, okay. At least you're red boxing it's, your games. That's good. Yeah. Yes, uh, I did get uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because I wanted to get the complete version, and it was like what sixteen bucks. Sixteen. Sixteen bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen right, bucks. Good. For the complete version, I was like, all right. It's probably gonna take me a while from what I've seen. Um. So, anyways, God of War. <laughs> yeah, right? we got to get to to Liam's favorite. Yeah, I just I just want to be vindicated again, or or okay. Be so I need you to tell me, re- remind me what your your problems were. The camera is too close for that third person combat, and and George then played it and agreed. Also. Yeah, so I'm wondering how you feel. The pacing. I feel like you'd be kind of indifferent to the it. pacing of the combat and the level design and that slow ass camera. Like the camera is really really slow and and doesn't facilitate like combat feeling like you're hammering out awesome ass combos and stringing them one into another because you want bayonetta right that's what you want yeah the level designs were like just real quiet and sleepy and whenever atreus talked it would just like kind of echo into the distance with some dreamlike quality the combination of the two and the like surreal i guess dreamy atmosphere of the whole place which i did think was cool it all just made me sleepy I wanna. I I will. I will reiterate before people shout at us about this. I don't necessarily agree with that. I feel like it wasn't. I feel like the combat was paced nicely. It's no. It's no fucking bayonetta in any way, shape, or form. It's not even close. I remember showing a friend who the camera is too close. Yeah, I, I showed a friend this game for a little while, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I like Galo War, and and. I picked it up and gave the controller to him to figure out the controls, kind of sort of mid-game, and he ended up doing the same exact thing I was doing with the combat, which is just throwing the axe, which you've mm-hmm. mentioned. Like, that is that is a good way to get your first hit in, in, like, most, if not all of the fights, if not all of the enemies in the whole game, and it was so repetitive it's- that... It's definitely meant to be like that because they have made it so it's like half good third-person combat and also kind of like a third-person shooter because you can throw that thing. A Gears of War. <laughs> Gears of War got it. Except kind Gears of, of War was yeah. more of a projectile combat game and God of War is more of a melee combat game, but they both have the same system and the camera angle and it reminds me of how Metal Gear Survive has a lot of melee combat in it, but it's still done with a shooter game engine, so you aim and shoot melee weapons. It's weird. So Nasty. I was thinking about this while I was playing this. Um and I do agree. 
I do use my ask uh, my axe a lot. A mm-hmm. lot. What about the camera? I think it's intentional. Oh, yeah. I think the combat. I think the combat camera is intentional because of Atreus. Because like he starts like first he tells you like oh so when someone's behind you and stuff like that and you do have like the quick turn, um, which I never use, and the the camera does turn very slowly so they kind of force you to use that. But um, I think they're trying to make the combat realistic and also have you depend on the boy as well or the boy yeah press the boy um, button eventually he becomes a lot stronger as you upgrade him to the point that people don't even attack you from the behind as much because atreus is always attacking things like uh kratos actually says it like whoever i'm not attacking you should be attacking um i think it's intentional because of the not to say that it's not like you know, annoying to not have like the traditional like God of War camera and you know bayonetta camera and all these little action games uh, uh, auto tomato camera, <laughs> you know where you can see everything happening and you can kind of um, uh, position yourself properly to make combos and stuff like that. Uh, it, it is it is a little repetitive after a while. There is something later that you get that makes combat. A lot easier, and I think you reached there, right? Uh, really? Uh, the Valkyries, yes, yeah. I feel like after that, you don't really have a problem with people like gang up on you. I have more of a problem with some of the enemies, like, I don't really like those. Uh, I think, I think my biggest like issue with I don't, is like <laughs> positioning. This probably all ties into, like, what me and George have a problem with. I think positioning in this game is, like, something you're constantly fighting against. Because mm-hmm. the levels are designed to be sort of corridor-like. So when you're when you're fighting against mobs of enemies, the camera doesn't help because, one, it's so close in that it's hard to see, like, where your spatial awareness is to the where those enemies are. And then on top of that, because you are in kind of these small linear corridors and sometimes in like kind of dank, dank cave areas where, you know, the roof isn't that high, it feels even more claustrophobic to get your positioning correct to not take damage and stuff. And people are going to be like, oh, that's just because you're bad at the game. But I feel like compared to other action games like DMC or Bayonetta or even the other God of War games, they because of the camera being a little zoomed out, you always were able to get your positional awareness correct. Yeah. And I mm. feel like in this game, you you can struggle with that at times when it doesn't really need to do that. It's a completely different control scheme. And in beat-em-up games, you're mashing the direction stick in the direction of bad guys with the attack button. In God of War, you're doing a first-person shooter thing. You're pointing a, a crosshair on the screen at bad guys and then mashing triggers. It reminds me of Hellblade Yeah. A lot. It's it's definitely that close and that kind of combat. It's like also that kind of setting. It's not one way bayonetta or that way. It's definitely like third person static combat. It, it it's not meant to be like a hack and slash really action game. Did remind me more of Resident Evil Four than anything, which I think wouldn't be oh, a bad God. thing. It just. It, I'm just, I, I'm just surprised I don't think it's that, that bad. it looks and fe- what? Where's Evil Four? Is great. It just 
looks and feels like. Well, you have to run away, turn around very slowly, and aim your shot, and then some other guy comes up from the side I and mean, eats your God brains. I think it was intentional. Like that, <laughs> it was intentional. It was. And I think, like, what I ended up doing is rushing enemies. Is like constantly moving. So, yeah, I didn't do um, that. Yeah. Whenever enemies were to attack, they would always I miss. I was me. constantly backpedaling and throwing my axe at them. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> Atreus can only do so much. And Atreus has a lot of uh, AoE moves as well, like summons and stuff. Like, the game kind of forces you to depend on the boy a lot. Um, boy. my gosh, I did not understand the meme of the boy until I played the game. Jesus. Boy. Yeah. boy. Boy. He, like, boy. doesn't even say his name until, like, something really bad was happening. It, like, early on, like, he's like, Atreus! Atreus! <laughs> he's, like, running through the maze and stuff. Uh-uh. It, um, but that's what I want to say is, I never played God of War for the combat, to be honest. I, I'm not a huge fan of action games, like the middle part of action games, I've always enjoyed boss fights. Um, like when I played Devil May Cry, never really cared about juggling enemies and stuff. I, I found it kind of boring after <laughs> a while. Played it for the story. <laughs> no, I played it for the boss fights. <laughs> okay. I played it for the boss fights. I want to fight big stuff and take them down. For some reason, that's like a thing for me. So every time there's a game that does a boss rush, I'm usually into it because I like boss rushes. Um, because the boss, the bosses are the one that's the part that's most fun. Um, at least in the God of War games, to me, like taking on a huge monster, like it's just satisfying. Um, back then, when quick time events weren't like, like taboo, um, <laughs> you know the variety there. But um, sadly, in God of War, there isn't much. For boss fights, oh. and I think that's why my that's my problem. It's not necessarily the combat; it's the enemy choices. They repeat boss fights over and over and over. Do they keep again. doing the trolls in different colors, different flavors? It's like going to yogurt land, <laughs> and you're like, you know what? I don't want vanilla. I want some chocolate this time. Oh, wait a minute! They have mint. They have uh, cookie dough. That's exactly what happens. This is like, ah, why? I don't want to keep fighting the same damn troll again. The same dude did to the one, the troll with the totem thing and the, the troll without it. This is, and it's the same move to take him down every time. Every time. It's like, why? Why? Why can't you switch? Why can't? I don't understand. Is, is that a problem, Liam? To, to just put in, like, three different moves that cycle between each other for the same amount. For the, like when you're running, when you're not running, because I see that there's a difference between the two. But there's only two: you rip them apart, or you slam them down and stump their face in for like the little enemies. Like why can't they add like four more to that? I mean, if I'm it's 100% honest, me. considering how inc- like for all of its faults, that game is incredibly detailed, and the way they structured it, which in my mind is a bit of a waste of time, like this whole continuity of there never being a cut in the whole game and it being one continual sequence, which That's is cool, though. vastly a waste of uh, resources, resources, really. Um, but you've got to give it credit for doing that and pulling it off really well, because to be fair, when, when the game does take away control from you, you don't feel it that strongly. It just feels like it intersects between your 
movements and reactions to that. And that game pulls that off really well, but there is a heck of a lot of shit going on in that game. I'm not surprised that there's a lot of reused stuff. Um, it happens. It's part of the. It's just part of the the nature of making games of that size. Now, let me not talk smack here. I enjoyed this game. I was gonna say. So I enjoyed this game. Like just be just because the story was was interesting. Just to see, like I, I feel like the beginning of the game was a little bit better than the middle, um, but it's still strong because like the thing is the ball it you. It's enough to play this game for the Balder fights. The Balder fights are absolutely fantastic. The opening to and that I game thought that is that's what strong I was gonna get. as fuck. Dude. Dude, like, when you see what, like, it's become God of War, like, like they started showing, like, what it is to be a god and stuff. You know, the, their healing and stuff. Like, I thought I was going to see more of that, you know? Or I was going to... I, I don't want to spoil anything, but like it you is know, massive, like, you find- like like it is massively disappointing in terms of the gods that always get spoken about, and they you never you never see them. You never see them, and it's the inevitable setting up for a sequel kind of thing. But because it's, like, it, it's probably not going to be you Kratos that's uh, going to be the main character. <laughs> you could have shown like. Some- Yes, one fight. Yeah, spend like, the I don't whole game thinking they're gonna turn up and they don't. It's um, I thought I was gonna have some boss rush at the end or something. Nope. Um, sorry, oh, that's a little bit of a spoiler, but it's an older game. Like, With you get well, disappointed. <laughs> the story is strong, um, to a point that you're kind of okay with the experience, and I I enjoyed it a lot. Um. I just feel it got a little bit weaker to the end, like the middle mm-hmm. to the end. You know, it gets really like when when you get like the extra weapon, you're like, oh yeah, this is good, this is good again, and then you know it kind of slows down again. Um, and also because- using that 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 extra weapon that everybody but George knows about mm-hmm. is uh, hampered by the fact that I don't like the camera. <laughs> That that weapon specifically because an axe it, is like doesn't it you scratch know, it's just, it scratches the itch having yeah, that hold, weapon. Yeah, but you're holding the axe, so it's right next to you. It's visceral. It's in front of you. <laughs> like when you hit something, it's right there in front of you. Do they just but when you hit things with the with the extra weapon? Do they just give you, you a hit, gun? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, kind of. It literally turns into Gears of War. They give you a shotgun. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, who'd have no. thunk it? I can't believe that they remade. I mean, George, I think if you if you used your brain hard enough, you can imagine what weapon it is. I'm literally imagining just a gun. Well, oh my okay, God. then that proves oh the brain God. power of Mr. Weedman. Okay, yeah, like my yeah. second. It's so obvious. My, it's, it's so obvious. My second obvious. obvious guess is is the the chain blades from the old game, but they function like yes. a gun. No, it's it's <laughs> you just want well, everything yeah, to be of. trash. Because <laughs> in in the old games, you could mash direction buttons and, and attack buttons, and Kratos would like throw these things on chains and pull them back. So I'm guessing on the new one, you just aim them like a gun, and he throws yeah, just, them and pulls I mean, them back. Just imagine, imagine trying to use that weapon, but it, with the camera that it would just you know be like from a God short of War. range gun, I guess. 
Yeah, it's not too short. I mean, the axe is basically like 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 a single shot stun rifle gun. <laughs> oh my god. It penetrates well, through multiple enemies, doesn't it? I think I remember that upgrade. That was the throwing. Yeah, move. yeah. It's, it's the that, axe. The, the, the upgrades are kind of garbage. Let's be honest. The upgrades are kind of garbage. They're right? a bit headless. No? I, I can't. I can't comment on the later tree. I don't like that though. I don't like when upgrades are hit and miss. It makes me not want to spend spend any of the currency, and that's what happened. Yeah. I had like eighty thousand XP. Like there was two like that I got anything. in the beginning, and I was just like, "Well, these two will do me for the rest of the game now." Yeah, I don't, I don't dodge and sh- like press the attack button at the same. Why? I just run around and hit things. Like this is exactly what I did the whole <clears> game. I do feel just like they made a lot of things. filler, filler uh, upgrades that are just like you look at them and you're like, "I'm never gonna use that," and they know that they just add it in, so it makes it looks like it has lots of customizable options. Yeah, it's, like well, I ain't gonna make this ice wall ever. <laughs> like I want to fight fight people. Yeah, it's there's a lot of little things like that. You're just like, eh. But of course, what people like about the game. It's just the experience of it, you know, like the I mean the, there are reasons it why it won. I alright, so the relationship between Atreus and Kratos is like great. Like in the beginning, like he's being a dad and it's great. It's it's fun to see something like this in a game, because you don't normally see something like this in a game. And yeah. um you know, he's like you know, you're going through this journey of you know, with this deadbeat dad. Never was around for his son. Like, it's like it's angry so Homer following you. <laughs> it's so so good. I, I think the biggest flaw though is the motivation. Like for the most of the game, you you feel like you're just doing an errand. Well, it's hard to believe. For me, it's hard to believe that Kratos would go to that length. I mean, the God of War yeah, franchise has always been about Kratos trying to get revenge for like being tricked into killing his family and whatnot. But so you would think his second family, where he's trying to have redemption, he's probably had a real good life with uh, what's her name, Faye, and Atreus. But he's never really been close with Atreus, so you don't understand why he's going to such great lengths. You think Kratos would be kind of like, boy, this is dumb. Let's <laughs> just let's just put her ashes in the tree, and let's move on with our lives. Well, he was. He was spe- she was special, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, but to risk his son's life going on this multiverse adventure. Yeah, spe- it, all of it is kind of, kind of, like off. Like this, just the motivation of it's just, just off. It's and fine, you like, and, like it you works. get this Balder Balder fight, and he like doesn't address like, he doesn't address it almost. He's like, oh, why is this happening? And like, oh, let's just go do our ashes real quick. Let's just complete this errand while like the gods are chasing me. Like, uh, like was what? Like, what are you <laughs> doing? I have an adventure. Otherwise, there wouldn't be an adventure. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I mean, I still enjoyed it. Again, I I still enjoy. It. I just I just it's just a little a little off, especially because like the 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 first boss fight set the mood, and yeah. it wasn't. Like they could not. Deliver that was like on that anime vibe. as fuck. That's what's oh so good about God. the opening of God of War is it's anime as fuck. It's so DBZ anime. Fight. It's unreal. Like, like no, like it they is. did it on purpose because you mm. when you would hit 
Balder or, or a Perry's attack, you would hit him through the trees and the trees would break. And it was just like, like, oh, my yeah. God, yes. Fuck yeah. This is like an Through the freaking house and everything. Oh, it's but so good. I remember it's so another good. thing that like killed my enthusiasm, and this is the pettiest thing in the world, and I will happily take any punishment you guys want to give me for that. And that is the revelation that this is the same Kratos from the previous games. Which means that going it on is. multiverse adventures, killing gods shouldn't be that big of a deal to him. Maybe that's why he doesn't mind bringing his son along, because this is just like Tuesday for him. <laughs> no, they, they, he talks about that. Yeah, but he doesn't want Atreus to. Oh God know. damn it! Does yeah. he have like some teary I, yeah, monologue where he like no, 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 sheds no, 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 no. a tear like, and is like, "I killed the Greek mythological pantheon for this." No, I it, get, it works. I, it really? works. I get. I get where yeah. you're coming from. It George. just sounds cheesy but. as hell. And after I figured that out, like the whole the whole situation that they threw him in was like there were no stakes anymore. Well, no, no, right? I get where you're coming from, but you've got to think, right? How old is Atreus? Atreus has got to be what twelve, thirteen. Yeah. So that's already thirteen years since Kratos ever did anything like that. On top of that, he must have met Faye. And he must have been wandering from wherever the fuck he was in Greece to wherever the fuck he was in Denmark at this point. <laughs> yeah. So he's traveled that far and he's met Faye and he's fallen in love with her and then he's been he's had a son and he's raised a son. It's gotta be like fifteen to twenty years since all the stuff that prior had happened. No wonder he's just kind of like, Oh shit, I don't I kinda don't want to do this. Well again. he's still able to le- just like uproot old-ass trees from the ground like it's nothing. Yeah, because he's still a god. He's, he's a he's, demigod. He's a god, dude. He's a god. And, and that makes it feel like like I'm trying to get into Dragon Ball Z during one of the like last phases without watching everything really important first. It's like this really, 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 really overpowered character is getting thrown into some situation with stakes and emotional connections I'm supposed to care about. But I, I mean, I don't know if I'm like missing some kind of bit of context here or if. Or if it's just an awkward no, situation a, to throw this kind of character in. He's an old in. dude. He's an old, he's, a, a old god with an old ass body. And, and you can tell, like, character from that, that first fight. And you've seen, like, statues of Zeus and what. Th- th- those gods, they age pretty darn well. No, but you can tell from that first fight that there is something not quite right with Kratos yeah. anymore. Well, when anymore, he Boulder, right? He is like, he's like, he's on death's door almost. Wait, you think so? Because that's the zappy off in the distance, and then all of a sudden fly after each other and blop each other in the air. Pow, pow. They're no like action figures slapping each other. Beating the fuck up, and he's limping back towards. The oh park. yeah, I know, but it's just. My brain is interpreting that as overdramatic because video game. Like I'm not, He's I'm not been, buying any of it. Probably, he probably hasn't been in a fight for like twenty years. But it's also mm-hmm. video, they can just make up whatever they want, and, and they're like, yes, because it's a video game. That's exactly. I don't take this stuff seriously. Okay. I wouldn't have finished it if I took it seriously. Let me tell you that because video game stories tend to be kind of. Uh, yeah, you, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. They tend to be like yeah. Aquaman, you know? It's good, <laughs> like, good time. Just don't think about Just it. Don't take it too seriously. But speaking of taking things too seriously, mm-hmm. it, although it's nice to have Matt back in the land of the the modern man, 
Mm-hmm. Speaking of taking things too seriously, we should talk about the Resident Evil 2 demo. Are you going to make fun at me for being mad about we video should... games? And we should talk about it positively okay. before George ruins it yes, for everybody. Yes, yes. Let's talk about uh, uh, the the products that people in the video game industry who make games put out instead of the uh, the, the marketing schemes and the... Um, the, the the commercialization okay, aspects right, you, that you can that get to, you can get to that robots in the video game industry force everyone else to play along with whether they like it or not. Oh, he's already getting Jesus Christ! The game's fine. The game's good. Just wait a second. Okay, Resident Evil Two is it's fine. It's the same demo I played at TGS. Yay! So wait, wait, no, but I there's already... one big difference. <laughs> but we'll get to no, that later. No, because actually, this is longer than the TGS demo. Oh, cool, cool. We got like a whole, you know, on the second run, I didn't notice extra. there was a good like 22 minutes of content here. If you uh, oh, sprinted the, and know where to go, right, right, run. yeah. Oh, on the right, second run, right. so you actually did play it twice. I know. So what's I had to go through some problem? hoops. You didn't. You just opened another account. I I had to to pull some strings, go to some shady back alleys, do some winks and nudges, and and flash some signs with my hands to get some some extra. Is it good, though? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's fucking real good. It's real good, and it reiterated how I thought about it at TGS. It's real good. I am super excited to play this game. There is something about the way. Resident Evil levels are laid out that is just like unrivaled. Exploring that police station, going through the like the way certain areas are lit to the contrast of how dark it is and you have to explore with your torch in other areas is so goddamn fucking perfect at times. Yeah. Ugh. Remember when when it's good. when it's good. the the window is open and scary, but there's also a body sitting next to it that's open and scary, and you don't know what to look at, and it makes you scared because you gotta slowly walk past both of them real close. What I really like about this game is I like for some reason it's like an impossible it's impossible to tell if a zombie is dead or not. Yeah, I just started shooting. They make them. like a sound, but sometimes they make a sound and then you'll come back past them and they'll get up again. Mm-hmm. Like, and they, and it's impossible to tell how many bullets they take because some of them take like two bullets to the face uh, and then some other guy will take like eight bullets you know, to his I face counted. and then still get up. I, yeah, there were some who stayed on the ground and got up later, but it seems like three headshots is a uh, nice, nice, reliable number for, for predicting this, this, how the combat's going to go. So I'm... Maybe calling it a uh, three-shot demo. No, would be a it's little definitely more, more variable. <laughs> it's definitely more variable than that yeah. in terms of like headshots. Did you and stuff. Uh, find any liquors? I got I got a tease for a <clears throat> no, liquor, I but did. I did not. Oh, oh, so they're in there. Good. I no, oh. I I found the bit. Yeah, that there's a note introduces you to mentioning the them. No, 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 no. When you get the key upstairs. Mm-hmm. When you walk down that corridor, a liquor goes past the window. Yeah. And and Leon is like, what the fuck was that? And and you get like boards yeah. for for windows, and you don't know if you're supposed to use them there or later. And right next to it is the body on the hook. It's good level design. Uh, yes, yes. And then you return to that guy, and then it finishes. Yeah, yeah. It finishes after that. And it's a good demo. And what what happens when it finishes? What uh? What what am I about uh, to make depends. a big deal about? It depends. You can finish it, and it gives you a time, and it's like, thank you for playing. Mm-hmm. 
So I finished it in 20 minutes because mm-hmm. I'd already yeah, played it. Yeah. Because I'm like MLG pro. Yeah, if, you, if you know where to go and what to uh, do, it's about 20 minutes. Well, no, it's different because in the TGS demo, you could get the medallions. I don't know if you can get the medallions you can't. in this demo. So wait, I thought okay, you said this so demo goes on medall- longer. Well, it might do if you go a different direction. What are you talking no, about? No, it's just I... Like, depending on where you go, there is an ups- there is an upstairs level two, and there is, there is a goddess statue and, like, a... A thing that requires medallions. Yes. That link to the guy's notebook. Yes. That you find. Yes. You could do that in the TGS demo. You could find the medallions. Yeah. Right? In this demo, you, uh, you only get the key, right? Yeah, and it locks out when you come back to the guy who tells you to go on the medallion quest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that yeah. is when it um, <clears throat> tells you, uh, it gives you your time and, and tells you thanks for playing and plays you a cute little trailer for the game, revealing that Tofu is going to be in it. Yay, Tofu. Yeah, Um, returning. uh, uh, There's also going to be a hunk campaign, too. So basically, it it really does look like the original package from from 1998. It's probably going to be Mercenaries, I think. And then you you might feel tempted to to, uh, to, to go through it again. Because yeah. it's a good demo, and, and it's a, it's a good it level, a good and, and maybe you want to like explore more of the level, see if there are any alternate pathways, see what you missed. You know, as, as one is, is uh, typically encouraged to do in demos, which, which are, are engineered for, for replay value more than the final game, and then it tells you no, you can't, it tells you fuck you, it shows a big middle finger in, in, in the screen, and then zooms into to the Capcom presence butthole, I guess, and farts in your face, <sighs> and then the police come in and arrest you, and drag you away, and ruin your career, and make you starve on the street, because this game... Not only does the, the demo for this game have a 30-minute time limit, which I was thinking would be fine. When, when, I, when I saw the news of this one-shot Resident Evil 2 demo, I was, like, panicking at first. I was like, oh, no way. No way they did that. And then I read some press releases, and they were like, players will have a 30-minute time limit to complete the demo. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. But no, you really get one shot. No, they clearly state you get one shot. You get one shot. Yeah, to play That's it. Fucking it's fucking bullshit. Ca- it's called That's the one-shot so demo. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Before you before you go on about this, when was the last time you played a demo? Uh, the Kirby Superstars demo Just on the Switch. Ans- what? The Kirby Star Allies, not Superstar. That's the normal one. Okay, Kirby Star Allies. And that was, like, mostly because that game came free or had like a free mode to it right no i just scrolled one? the eShop for demos and picked out the ones that okay. looked interesting when was what was the last demo you da- downloaded before that uh i want to say azure striker gun vault on the 3ds so quite a while ago then. yeah about a year so nobody downloads demos anymore george nobody downloads demos anymore are you serious Barely any triple a games come with demos well that's because they don't make them that's like saying oh george you don't eat dodo meat anymore no George, the reason they don't make demos is because no one downloads them anymore. No, that's actually not true. That's factually incorrect. The reason they don't make demos is due to a 2008 EGRA study that proved mathematically that demos actually result in less sales numbers for games because demos are a generous, substantial chunk of free product that a kid can either get their value out of... that just even more positively proves my point as to why Capcom would make such a demo. Yeah, it's not it's not rational well, for sure. business. Uh, like like a lot of no, things that are fun in the world. Ten days ten days before the game is about to come mm-hmm. out, more people will have played this demo, I think, than 
probably um, prior Capcom demos because of this weird, shitty gimmick to it. Wait, you think they're playing it because of the shitty gimmick and not because it's a highly anticipated of remake of a beloved game from because the late 90s like, now that that generation has disposable income now that they're 20 years older? George, shut up! For fuck's sakes, shut up. Literally, <laughs> like, it's a, it's a purposely confusing marketing tactic to get people encouraged to play it 10 days before the game actually releases. Demos, as you just proved to me... Huh? don't have any effect on sales. No, that's not true. They have a negative effect on sales. Exactly. A pos- they don't have a positive effect on sales whatsoever. So they have a negative effect. So how do you go about that? Well, if you're trying to get people interested in a game that is a re-release as well of an old game, so some people are not going to play it because it's a re-release. It's a, it's a it's remake. It's not a new IP. It's not a new addition to the series, but it is a completely substantial remake, so they need to get people interested in mm-hmm. it. And how do you do that? Well, a demo is one way to do it, but as you just proved, they don't have negative connotations for the actual sales of the game. No, they do. Then you have That's to do That's what I said. They something. do have negative connotations. Igra e- e- did the study and proved with like sales yes. numbers that So they so they don't have a positive effect on the sales is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So they need to do something to get people interested and making something taste. that is a weird little gimmick that gets people to download it because people are going to be like, can I beat this in the 30-minute time limit? Yeah, it's just like a little crack under the fingernails, you know? Yeah. Something to hold you over. Not, not a full snort, just a little crack under the fingernails. Are you it legitimately the... saying that this would be better than just a regular demo you're allowed to play no. twice? No, of course not. Of course not. I absolutely am not saying that. But what I'm saying is it's not offensive because you could just you it's so obvious why it was made. Like it was either this or you were never going to get a demo. How in the world are you coming to that conclusion? Why couldn't they just break a regular demo? Because, because it has we, negative because <laughs> you wouldn't negative have down, because you probably wouldn't have downloaded it. Yes, I would have. <laughs> I I think maybe because you have an interest. Exactly. I think the people who are looking at looking at this game objectively as people who are passing over Resident Evil already oh, would not have okay, objectively. It. Yeah, I, I don't I think Matt's on the part on, on the nose here. The reason they didn't do a regular demo is because it would have hurt the sales. Yeah. Matt, have you downloaded this demo? Yeah, I've downloaded on um on Steam. I just fell asleep last night. <laughs> is it because you're interested in Resident Evil 2 or because of the one shot that me and George were talking about? No, it's because well it's more because of the podcast. I'm a little biased here. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> if all right, so let me see if I could try to separate the podcast from this. I would have probably still downloaded it just because of the weird face stuff. There you fucking go. The weird face stuff, but not because I I never like I watched my friends play Resident Evil. I never was super into Resident Evil, so. I would download it just to see if I would like it now. Yeah, Instead imagine like that, giving people a demo I, to see if they like it. 
But yeah. it doesn't work, as you just proved, George. I don't understand you just how spent, I'm like, proving that it's okay to start. No, okay, I'm not proving it's okay. It's I'm not, proving that, that I, business no, 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 rational no. decisions take free stuff from people, from like poor kids who have nothing to play but demos because they have nothing to do during weekends spent at their abusive dad's house after a divorce. Like this shit is like <laughs> the only way that a lot of kids would have been able to keep in up to date with with gaming okay so george i'm gonna I have say no idea what this, you guys are arguing out arguing about demo, so i'm just gonna go ahead and say that <laughs> i have no idea demo, what you guys are arguing about. this demo would not exist if it wasn't in this form i anyway i mean yeah i okay thing is within the realms of the capcom development studios i highly disagree and bet there was a big fight over this within the realm of the capcom corporate marketing offices i bet they were like you know we could do a demo but uh sales numbers have no shown way. that there is this a correlation a no way this was a developer decision how do you know because the game locks out areas of the game that were in the tgs demo it's the same demo with stuff locked so how does it's from it's from a japanese this is most definitely some dumb japanese decision Oh, 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 so it's, it's a dumb decision shot. now. It is a dumb decision. But what I'm saying is, what is also dumb is being irrationally angry about it. How am I being irrationally angry about it when I, like, I have played you so many demos you, of games that were just you fine. You literally spammed. You literally spammed the Discord for, like, 20 minutes about how angry you were about it's this. It's such bullshit. Remember when, like, <laughs> when every AAA game had a demo before they came out? Remember when shareware was the actual standard method of distribution for PC games throughout the 90s? When it was assumed yes. you would have a free version and then a paid-for version on top of it? And how that's yes, just George. gone away and no one cares? Yes, and everyone is just like, no, it's fine. You're just making too big of a deal out of getting, like, out of the price of living being worse. Out of the deals you're getting to companies being worse. Out of the world constantly getting worse. Out of children not even having having a future to live for anymore <laughs> george you're being irrationally angry no you just proved uh -huh. that demos have a negative effect on well, games well, it, it are being dead. sold so why would they make a demo anyway to be nice to throw yeah, us a bone they're not going to be they're a huge japanese company that don't have a track record of being very nice yeah it sucks doesn't it Yes. Yeah, gripe but with me. I still got to play a cool Resident Evil 2 demo with a weird gimmick that isn't that hard to get around. Some people hacked it on PC so you can just get rid of the time limit, which happened in like a day. And then most people have multiple accounts on their PlayStation 4s and can, and can just play it again. I did. I played it three times. That's such bullshit. And then I was like, do you know what? I'm satisfied so, now until the game comes so out. So what if you lose your copy of the game... And it's like 2030, and you can't just go buy one from a store anymore. And you're in Japan, you know, where we're buying things with a credit card on the internet is a huge pain. And you want to be like, hmm, I need to to do some like research on on historical depictions. You still got of, PT? Yeah, I have PT installed on that thing, and that's a load of police state corporate dystopia bullshit too. That that can just go away at their whim. Man, they have so many light switches that they can just flip off that make our lives harder. I don't understand how you're not. Up in arm, like look at the news stories we because have today. You can because at the end of the day, you can download the demo right now on an account you don't mm. use, or you can make one, and then you could just never turn it on, and then you will always have access to that demo at some point in the That's future. Such if you are bullshit! So That's the destruction of culture and history. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, all I'm trying to say to you is I can understand why it was made like this. I don't think it's a good decision. I don't particularly have any real opinion about it being being this way because it exists in this form or it doesn't exist at all. I disagree. I so think that's, that's the people- more unlikely scenario than them taking the financial hit of releasing a good demo because guess what they did with the previous Resident Evil game? Are you talking about Resident Evil 7? Yeah, the beginning hour demo. That thing convinced me to buy a VR headset in the first place. It was a great demo. It, like, stands the test of time as being, like, one of the greatest demos. Like, they made it on a little level for the it that you're supposed to replay. The pretty fucking amazing. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it drummed up hype for a reboot of Resident Evil that's more survival horror-oriented instead but of action-oriented. But what was the gimmick about that? Yeah, I, there was still a gimmick to it. It was it was like an hour long run through of a couple rooms from the game. It was way no, it didn't the, have the gimmick was that it wasn't titled Resident Evil Seven for like a year. Right, beginning hour, wasn't it called so Resident Evil Seven beginning a gimmick hour? To it. Yeah, no, it was called the kitchen demo. No, the kitchen demo was a different thing. That existed for a that year was a before VR beginning demo. hour. Yeah, I don't think they, they labeled the kitchen demo as RE7. People had their hunches. But I definitely remember the RE7 demo being called Be- RE7 beginning hour. Point is, you could replay that one. You didn't have to make multiple accounts. Uh, they they expect you to be able to load it up again years from now in the future. They, they used it to push cool gimmicks like VR features instead of bad gimmicks like games that just delete themselves after you finish them. This was a nuclear option to get people to download the demo and play it because this is a remake. It's not a new entry into the series. Still, it is like, insane I, that you guys are still talking about A huge amount of hype it's, behind it. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a very no, highly it, anticipated no, no, release. It has huge hype behind it because you live in a sphere of people who played Resident Evil 2 when they were kids because we work in the games industry. No, more people have it's played this demo a, than the previous ones in the Resident Evil series, and it's set up to be one of the biggest launches in the series' history. Yes, because it has this weird gimmick. No, that's not... You're seeing, like, correlation is not causation. Um, yeah. I've seen dumb so decisions like Horizon this made at Game Studios <laughs> multiple times because they think it will work a certain way, otherwise it wouldn't exist. The player numbers on this demo are, like, triple RE7 on Steam. They're gonna do fine, regardless of a shitty demo exactly, or not. because it's this <laughs> Weird, shitty gimmick. That's such a shitty gimmick. Like, seriously, I was actually really, really looking forward to this, and now it just made me depressed. See, that is the iris- uh, irrational r- response to it that I feel like is why we have this no, weird, man. toxic culture of video games. Fuck, fuck, rash- fuck economic rationality. Fuck business sense. Fuck Edar doing research proving that whales keep mobile games afloat and demos do bad <laughs> shit to game sales in the long term. Matt, how is Horizon Zero done? <sighs> Did it make it, you angry, Matt? It's a game where the characters constantly talk to themselves like they're, you know, <laughs> like they're crazy, I guess. Crazy. I remember seeing that from 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 a demo video from E3, and everyone thought I was crazy because it looked like the character talks to themselves way too much for it not to get annoying after like a sixty to seventy hour full time job of a video game, and everyone thought I was crazy. It's so weird. It's so weird (laughs) when you play God of War and you go to this thing, 
and like <clears throat> the voice actor for Ross is like just so bad and he's talking to himself and the little kid I can understand the little kid talking to herself but she grows up and she's like oh I wonder why he's so angry maybe he's hiding something shut up shut up I can <laughs> tell by the, the the face expressions it's just right properly and <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that. It's like TV shows, you know, those like it's like those TV shows that they talk to themselves like because they think that the viewer is so stupid for them not to understand what's going on. Oh. It's like patronizing crap. I hate that. So it's that. like Dora the Explorer so the video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are we going? Grandma's house. Where are we going? Grandma's house. Yes. How do you find yes. the combat that? <laughs> I I actually I actually don't know if I care for it. Oh no! I was interested in this game until Breath of the Wild came out, and then I decided I kind of had enough of this stuff. I can't. I, I still can't believe these games came out a week between each other. That is fucking brave. I mean, it worked out for them because Horizon sold like fucking hotcakes. But man, that is brave. Uh, <laughs> brave, just like the Nor- Nova Brave um, in the game. Um, yeah, you haven't played it yet. Hey, am I the only one? No. <laughs> yeah. I played the demo back at TGS. Um, the demo. Okay. I'm just like imagining okay. the, the the awkwardly silent stage audience from that joke. <laughs> it's brave, just like the characters in the game that also called that. <laughs> no, um, it's a... It's... It's a cool game. Um, I like the setting. I think the setting is more interesting than anything else. Um, the combat is not bad or anything like that. It's just uh, they don't really tell you much. Like it, it's you have to kind of really get into it. You have to set up the traps. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that uh, they tell you through the loading screens that are very helpful. <laughs> you know, um, but basically the combat is you scan the enemy, you figure out what the weak points are. Um, if it's a, if, you know, if it's a little monster, then you shoot those weak points. Like it might be like their little sensor lens, or it might be a certain body part that might explode or, um, or, um, you might, if it's a bigger enemy, you might have to disable them, get up close, knock off some armor pieces to expose some like weak points. Um, and uh, it, there might be things on the enemies that explode that you don't want to be too close to. It's it's a very it's a very interesting game. Um, it feels weird, like to kind of like slide around and slow down time. Like I feel like sometimes stuff stuff doesn't work. Like it, it still has a lot of glitches. Slide and slow. Yeah, it, like for instance, like uh, doing a silent strike. Sometimes you'll press R1 and the char- like maybe the character would move or maybe the enemy would move like right outside of like some weird hitbox for the pop-up to come up to do a silent strike and you would just do a regular attack. And it's happened to me multiple times. And it, it it's enough for you to have to restart the whole um, section. Because a lot of those sections, you, you kind of have to use stealth, or it's just going to be a very annoying time. Enemies are constantly jumping at you over and over and over again. These like um, these uh, the the I forgot what they call the little the little machines that are extremely fast. 
Um, and I, I kind of like that it's hard because it, it's like machines. Like, they're supposed to be able to come at you. They're not just going to wait <laughs> for you to attack them. They just come after you constantly. Um, and if you don't uh, play it smart or, as they say, respect the machines, um, then you'll be overrun and killed immediately. Um, the thing is, like, you don't know what you're supposed to do in terms of upgrades. Like, you have these weapons that these merchant sell, uh, sells and uh, these armors, and you don't really get it. Like, you have these little stat numbers and these little icons next to them, and it's actually clearer to just read the description to try to get what it's supposed to do. And even then, they have multiple different icons that they don't explain. And you're like, what is this? What are these? all these numbers? Why is this weapon a, a, a rare? And the weapon I have right now have more uh, have more handling and stats? Like, what? Why, why would I spend money on this rare bow if this has less stats? Like, it doesn't make any sense, and they don't explain any of it. So you just kind of... For me, I, I hoard. When I don't understand something, I hoard until the game explains it to me. But then I feel when I die, I feel like, hmm, maybe maybe I should like look this up. But I don't like looking things up. I like just kind of going out there, <laughs> just kind of figuring it out myself. But man, um, yeah, it, it's I don't like feeling uneasy when I'm playing a game like that. I just kind of feel like playing the game. I don't want to have to figure things out like that uh, because the game is just doesn't explain it, it, am i am i wrong here like have you guys played it no i only played, played it, it briefly no? i actually because breath of the wild came out a week later yeah. it's like yeah it's yeah that In wasn't breath of the wild i would say you won't have that problem because it makes sense it makes sense <laughs> you know what weapons are stronger you know what things do in horizon you don't you're just kind of just doing stuff and i think this goes into this open world thing that developers are doing now or game companies are doing now where it's just like I'm playing Spyro or, or Banjo-Kazooie where I'm just collecting things on the map over and over again. Doing these like filler side quests. It's the same thing with God of War. There's a lot of filler say, in the game. I was just going to say, to be fair, God of War is pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All of it's the same. It's just... It's just filler. Like in God of War, you had these two, uh, um, I guess, worksmiths or, or weaponsmiths, armorsmiths, both of them at the same time. Um, and they have like their own story and it's weirdly shoved into the main story a bit. And they tell you to go do stuff. <clears throat> and sometimes it's epic. Sometimes it's just like a fetch. It's mostly just a fetch quest. It's just a lot of. A lot of running around Every for no reason. I just want to play the main story. Unless you're Witcher 3, I don't care about your side stories. <laughs> I don't. Every fucking don't care about year the is just like becoming another reminder that I need to get away from AAA. Like, it's not for me anymore. Mm. Like, it's my not. money is not going where I want it to. The products are not what I want them to be. And I'm scared. That's why I didn't get Persona 5. I, that's why I didn't get Persona 5, because I, I know, I was like, you know what, let me try to get in the right mood before I play Persona 5. I'm, because I, feel like it's I swear, if I play that game, yeah, I don't know if and it's just like part of the same... No? It's not going to be filler? No, I bet it would be filler, be filler just, all this... like, not 
really slow moving filler where you gotta wait on your character's three second animations to pick up loot from the ground like in Red Dead. <laughs> oh no, you know, dude. Okay, you know what's worse than that? Horizon. Horizon is absolutely worse than that. I mean, it, it's almost, almost to the degree of Final Fantasy fifteen, where you can't like. Um, it takes a while to just pick up resources. But except Horizon Zero Dawn, like it's part of the game for you to pick up resources. You cannot walk by these guys because everything, the ammo pouches, upgrades like the 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 resistant potions, the health potions, the the amount of weapons you can hold, all that is upgraded by like metals and trees and plants and boar skins, and you have to go around hunting little rabbits and shooting them in the face and it's just it's so much so much like just to why why do i have to sit like spend let's see i would say a good 40 percent of the game holding triangle to pick up a tree and it's like a perfectly sized tree that's not necessarily a tree it's like a, a a big branch stuck in the ground. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if this is for me. I've I've gotten tired of it already, and that's not good. That's not good because I played a good minute, but I I feel like I I have to hold out so I can see the ending because the story is quite interesting. Well, the setting is quite interesting. That's the thing, AAA. They still got the cool settings and the cool characters. Like I've, I've always wanted a, 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 a game making good on on cowboy fantasies and cool post-apocalyptic uh, hunter scavenger fantasies. But they're all just kind of the same, except with their own own flavor of three-second-long busy work button presses that that meld them into. Into a little pile I, of plasticky goop. I, I think I'd just rather play Spider-Man. Because I know Spider-Man probably won't be this anal about picking up resources. You know? What What are you going to do with Spider-Man? Like, steal, I mean, steal from, like, people on the ground and fly away? I mean, away? it won't, but... I'm pretty sure there's collectibles. Be prepared to be fucking collecting everything. <sighs> you you pretty much are playing Banjo-Kazooie or Donkey Kong 64 <laughs> when you play Spider-Man. <laughs> Oh my Spider-Man god, 64. why? Speaking of bland AAA collectathon games that leave one depressed about the state, the creative possibilities, the creative uh, uh, limits of, of our industry. Spider-Man's still um, I'm not talking about Spider-Man. I... Oh, you're talking about the other one, I feel, empathetic yes, towards. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I put Far Cry 5 on my Gamefly queue, like, two months ago, and it showed up in the mail. Oh, they came out with another one? Yeah, yeah. I, you, you, you didn't hear the, the shocking controversy <laughs> and, and the, 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 the aspects ripped from today's headlines about, about this game? No. So the, the premise of Far Cry 5 is that you are a uh, character stuck out in the middle of the Montana wilderness with a crazy evangelical cult that uh mm-hmm. that that's that's basically taken over the area by by bu- bullying and banditry and and they're shooting civilians and they're just fucking crazy and there's i feel 
I get. I guess this is what it feels like to live in some impoverished third world shitty country and, and you're playing Ghost Recon Wildlands and you're like, oh, come on. Colombia has like some, a lot of good people, I'm sure. Because the thing is, in this in this setting, it it feels so disbelievable that the 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 crazy they they borrow a lot of symbolism from from like modern neo-nazi and white nationalist movements which which gives it this like gritty ooh ripped from today's headlines but they don't want the characters to um spout anything from from the associated manifestos because i guess that would be taking it an inch too far and there's just like this loading screen animation where the little loading screen icon in the corner of the screen that rotates around is like <laughs> <laughs> like like an, an old German iron cross symbol that's that's like turned into black and white and muted into something more modern and scary but it spins around in a cute little loading screen animation and it just like it disempowers the alarmism of it all this they basically gave the villains of any previous Far Cry games to the point where I'm almost like thinking that they they just remade the same cutscenes, but with whiter characters in churches instead of underground bunkers in the middle of the Montana wilderness. The the reason why the National Guard and the army doesn't just stomp roll through this this area and fix the problems is that, oh no, all the people you could call on dispatch are are in on it. They're part of the cult as well. And mm-hmm. And so your main character has kind of a Resident Evil 1 cutscene situation where their helicopter crashes, and I guess they don't have any cell phones when they wake up, and there's no way to, like, I don't know, tweet out this news of, 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 of evangelical cultist rebellion happening in the rural U.S. Because uh, character, your character then decides to go on a rampage, uh, killing all these cultists and, and, and quote-unquote restoring peace and order by walking towards a bar after your helicopter crashes and you're lost in the woods. And when you get close enough to the town that the bar is in, the, the screen just fades to black. It teleports you inside the bar where it looks like they're watching the late night news even though it was daytime in the game you were playing it's so fucking lazy and the character who runs the bar will like look at you and be like hey listen up rookie in order to take out this cult we we can do this three ways by taking out their leadership by destroying cult property or doing main story objective missions and i just like i just could not believe how they ended up making the same game despite the radically different setting the radically different like flavor of villains that should have a lot of really alarming material from like modern news and internet forums to to poke from to to poke holes in the 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 philosophy and 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 contradictory yeah, goals of these groups they just mm-hmm. they just reskinned pagan men as as some poor ass white redneck guy they just reskinned his 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 dictator's palace in north korea to look like a, a cultist compound compound in, in the middle of of a flyover state and they just reskinned that's what this is what really like especially kills me is the uh the, the minioning like the bad guys are a Resident Evil 4 zombies. They're they're basically like fat white guys and wife beaters who look like they're from the countryside, but they will rush you in a straight line to death. Like they are they are so ready to to fight and kill at a moment's notice. And it just it's it feels like such a wasted opportunity not to flesh out these characters and their struggles more. And and also make 
a little more of a connection with with what the angst and the ennui of the modern viewer of this video game is to play. There's one line in the very, very beginning of the cutscene that does that, and it, it uh, has a kind of mockumentary scene where it goes from character to character, um, focusing on on their faces as they talk about this cult going crazy in, in the middle of the woods. And a guy just says, you know, we never used to take groups like this seriously. And that's like, that's the one line, the one and only line that makes you think Everything else just makes you into a dumb hyper consumer collectathoner, scooping shit up from the ground with three second long hold the button down animations, with the same exact control scheme, same exact gunplay. The, the woods look exactly like they did in Far Cry Primal, which took place 10,000 years ago in the Stone Age. I can't believe that they just made the same game again! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no. so I'm gonna I'm gonna send it back and see what else they can they can send me through GameFly. Yeah, I I think I'm just gonna get Spider Man just for that same reason. Yeah, I feel like for for all we've said about AAA uh, today, I feel like at least in 2018 there was a lot of attempts to branch out a little bit or to do things differently. Like I respect what God of War did, and also Spider Man for as much as it, f- the pitfalls of that game come from the genesis of AAA games and collectathons and all that kind of shit, the main gameplay loop of that game is so fucking good, the swinging around the city, that there was some progressive steps, but like, man, some Ubisoft franchises. Oh, oh. oh Horizon Zero Dawn does have a tower. It's just moving. So does Breath of the Wild, though, so I can't really complain too much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably will finish finish it. Just I'll, just... I'll just do it in short bursts, I think. <laughs> I think I might... I might rent yeah, not a game. like the God of War three-day three day stint. Well, God of War was good. God of War was good. I enjoyed God of War. No, it's not that. It's it's a long game, and you finished it in three days. No, it, it wasn't long. Like 20 it was like hours. less than twenty. It was not less than twenty. It's less than twenty. I didn't do any like, of those side it takes missions. Like Fifteen hours to get to like the first fucking the elf world. Well, how many times did you die? <laughs> Not that, not that many, to be fair. <laughs> Even the camera trying to kill me. I, I, I died. I died in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie, cause like, it, it gets a little nuts, especially with the poison, the poison shaman. I, I hate some of the enemies, the elves. I hate the enemies in that game. The yeah, elves. Yeah, I don't like the. And, I don't like the elves. And, yeah, it's just like ah, oh, just get me out of here. I don't want to see the elves anymore. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I still enjoy that. Uh, I, I I'm really interested because, for some reason, I saw a boar man, but it's boner man that you have on the dock here. Oh. What movie did you see? Oh, uh, I don't know. I saw uh, Spider Man enter the the Spider Verse, but Liam is um, not going to see that for a while. I think because of the Japan release schedules being yeah. Just just say yes sir, yes or no. Um, yay or nay. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I was going to be funny about it, but no one will get the joke. Yes! Good, 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 good. <laughs> you know good things. I swear, George, it would have been over. It would have been over if you said it wasn't good. I, mean, I did pick sugar puffs. Okay. Uh, yeah. We can do more in-depth on uh, the, the Spider-Man Enter the Bonerverse. Um, 
when mm. when Liam sees it. Until then, yeah, boy. Let's head to the news after a short break. Welcome to Ammunition. You've made the smartest decision of your life. You've come to a gun shop. We hope you get everything you need to feel real manly and patriotic. Don't forget to check out our selection of landmines. They're the gift that keeps on giving year after year. Why not check out our selection of flamethrowers? We've got a special on hand grenades. And if you're too fat and lazy to throw them, check out our grenade launchers. Pop it in, pull the trigger, and boom! You've blown a hole in something. Sign up today for your ammunition frequent sniper card. Buy ten guns and your next one is on us. Thanks for visiting Ammunition. At Ammunition, we don't need a background check, a wad of American currency, conflict diamonds, or your daughter is enough. Coming soon, armor-piercing bullets. Ask our salesman about every sportsman's favorite, the anti-tank missile. You don't need to clean the deer when he's already been minced. The store leading the fight against communism is having a blowout sale. Hello, and welcome back. Welcome back. To the Dad and Sons podcast. During the we're here to returned. Yes, yes, yes. We're we've all hugged it out. We mm-hmm. all don't hate AAA or mm-hmm. demos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I mean, your three gay dads are fine. The, the latest news in this week mm-hmm. is not um, making me very confident about whether or not I'm going to stop hating AAA soon. Because hey, you mean your your relationship with internet magician randy pitchford uh well yeah okay you know let's jump into the randy pitchford story um (laughs) yeah randy pitchford's in the news this week another year another randy pitchford being in the news story if you ever wanted to know how batshit insane the video game industry is let alone just looking on twitter every day (laughs) <laughs> How about this? I, I got into a Twitter fight with Randy Pitchford because he started taking pictures of people at his local shopping mall selling bootleg Fortnite m- and Nintendo merchandise and was like tweet reporting it to... Nin- it's just a summer now, sh- kid's shitty summer job, and I get what? it. What? Okay. And now, and now, Wait, well, now what? what's he been up to, George? Um, Randy Pitchford is being sued. Again, another year, another Randy Pitchford lawsuit. Randy Pitchford is being sued by a former lawyer from Gearbox, uh, alleging a smattering of boring contract violations, along with some more interesting stuff. Basically... I see what's going on here. This, this, this is this is this is why they say that lawyers are just like sharks eating each other. This lawyer is um, noticing that during their his soured business relationship with Randy Pitchford, some contract violations were broken, and he's also using the lawsuit to see if some other charges can just stick by throwing stuff out there. The biggest, I think, most um, obvious one is some allegations over the misuse of company funds apparently uh according to this lawyer randy pitchford has been pocketing some millions that should be going to the staff which would fit his character he likes to uh kind of kind of boast about how how wealthy his his house is and how he uh liked to have parties with the kids from sgc when we were over there remember that matt anyways um Hmm. apparently he uh he he isn't just alleging to slush some some funds over for his own personal account that should be going to the staff. There's also allegations over corporate 
irresponsibility. One episode of which includes Randy Pitchford leaving a USB drive full of corporate secrets and sensitive documents relating to games Gearbox was making with partners such as Take-Two, 2K, Sega, and Microsoft, and Sony, as well as pornography! And this is something that's not just from the lawsuit's allegation. A day after news sites found out about this lawsuit from December, Randy Pitchford went on a podcast and said, <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on. I got, I got quotes on here somewhere <clears throat> that this was, quote, this was before I learned I should probably have password-protected memory sticks. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he's ad ad admitting in this podcast that he left a non-password protected USB drive at this medieval times restaurant and that a some kid working there who uh, has better job security than the people Randy Pitchford report on Twitter uh, found this drive, went through it so that they could figure out who to return it to, which means they would have seen... A, a apparent alleged video of, of a webcam model jerking off, and, and I guess Randy Pitchford was joining in the fun on his side of the screen. Um, wow. <laughs> and, and Randy Pitchford's uh, uh, a hobbyist magician. He's, uh, he's, he's kind of goes in and out of these magician phases. Right now he decided with, with his millions to buy a magician magazine and, and put on some, some magician shows at his, uh, his, his estate, his compound, his ranch, whatever you want to call it in Texas that he has. And uh, this quote that he has on the podcast says, I realize this is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician. Wow. <laughs> He also then... It's painful. Does he have a wife and kids? Yeah. Well, he I know does. wife. I don't know if he has kids. He, uh, he then clarifies, quote, It was barely legal porn. The girl's handle was only 18. The USB flash drive was returned to Gearbox in exchange for swag and video games. The lawyer's lawsuit also alleges that the, the, the video on this hard drive... Was, was his own personal collection of, quote, child pornography. Quote. Oh, no. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll have to see if... Uh, I guess the lawyer will have to see if that one sticks or not. But basically, the, the lawyer cites, quote, information and belief, as well as an episode where the lawyer did request this USB drive during his um, class action lawsuit after the release of Aliens Colonial Marines. The lawyer needed that for evidence... Uh, called over to Gearbox, asked them to send it over. Apparently, Randy, Randy Pitchford personally interjected and was like, wait, wait, no. We gotta, I, got, I gotta delete that one and give him a different copy of the USB drive. Um, Calendar was unable to see the original files, he alleges, because, quote, Pitchford intervened by retrieving the lost USB drive himself and ordering Gearbox personnel to destroy the copy the Calendar requested. Quote. Wow. Uh, Wow. Why why do the people like this get money? Uh because they <laughs> are Yeah, I know that's a very stupid question because yeah. obviously the world is just the way that's the way they are, but it's just just you know, as Dave Chappelle has said, why did they give y'all niggas money? Probably they should have never gave y'all niggas probably money. because their That's Boondocks as well. Their their parents had opportunities to work shitty jobs to fund their kids to have cushy jobs and uh 
when Randy Pitchford was was reporting people at the mall selling bootleg merchandise, it was the pettiest fucking thing I've seen in my life from from this rich adult who has supposedly better things to do, but apparently he doesn't. Whatever floats your boat, Randy. Oh. Yeah. Tricks. You, re- you reckon he's just in his office the whole time, just jerking off, not making Borderlands 3? <sighs> yes. Taking home that money, that sweet, sweet money. You and Randy go way back, George. Nah. <laughs> let's 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 move on to the next depressing news story about AAA people and industries and games just going straight to hell. And and this happens in Japan. Uh, remember when um the industry cracked down on your friend's game bars, and the uh, ACCS had had lobbied on behalf of Nintendo to get the government arresting people. Hmm. Re- yep. re- remember that? Well, the ACS ACCS <laughs> is yeah, at it we again. Remember that. I made a video. Liam did George, a lot of fun. He traveled George across the country for me, it. and I, I, I really liked his B-roll of the trains. I'm going to use that again someday. Anyways, <clears throat> um, <laughs> it replaced the noodles. Some some legalese in the Japanese copyright code has been updated to potentially make game save editors and console modding services illegal. I was wondering last week why this news story wasn't popping up in English language sources everywhere, and yeah, it's a case of don't believe everything on the internet, you see. Uh, basically, I think GameSpot and Kotaku ran a story saying that this outlaws the... Um, products like uh uh action replay and uh cyber save editor is apparently the popular one in japan for ps4 both of those have been discontinued as of like a week ago when this news breaks however there are other interpretations of this law that again go through translations and and ideological activism agencies that make it a little bit different which is why i don't think you've seen this reported everywhere that seem to clarify that instead it's the commercial sale of console modding and save editing services that are illegal doing it in your home and the in the privacy of your own self is 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 apparently still okay but i would still wonder about whether or not it's legal to sell action replays and save editors i don't know liam if you're ever in a game shop again can you take a look for those items and see if they're still around uh i haven't seen an action replay in japan uh, game GameSpot says that the uh action replay and cyber save editor are both popular in japan and i don't remember the action replay being lying around it's it's the cyber save editor that i've at least seen mentioned in text resources but still never with my own eyes in one of those shops it's weird because i'm not actually really i feel like this is just another thing like the game bars where japan is just making up laws that they want to make up and then they'll fit the they'll fit the definitions of them around whatever they just suspiciously arrest people for dumb shit yeah but if that also doesn't piss you off and make you depressed i mean what's it gonna take these days it does i mean it does of course it does it's just japan does shit like this all the time to its like most powerful industry and it and it's all because it's not as we found out with the game bars it's a flex it's a flex Uh, of an organization backed by shitty people like the management of capital nintendo bit scared of it being more of a flex and more fucking nepotistic corporate meddling into the legal system. You know, renting games has not been legal in Japan 
since the 80s, since Nintendo lobbied for that. And that's why that whole industry never popped up. Ultimately, a decade later, what these kinds of flexes do is take away jobs, take away businesses. And that's why it's probably important to note that it's the commercial sale of these services that are illegal. That's still someone's job. And I mean, like like selling bootleg merchandise at the mall in Frisco, Texas. You gotta like wonder... What's really better for society in the long term? Some poor person having a job so they can support having a shitty job doing legally gray things so they can support a kid growing up having a cushy job doing legally peachy things or basically enforcing some really obscure, arbitrary, hard-to-figure-out copyright laws that no one really knows about so that a company can can at least... <laughs> Get their $15 million bonuses that go to their executive salaries, as happened to Activision Blizzard's new CFO. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go through this one real fast. We don't have a lot of time to delve into this one. And also, this isn't exactly a shocking news story so much as it is... I mean, this is just an example of what Matt was talking about. Yeah, this is business as normal. (laughs) This is life being unfair. The reason this is news now is because the stakes are getting really fucking high. And and people are realizing just how much easier these people have it than the rest of us. Activision Blizzard's new CFO is Dennis Durkin, who has previously worked at the company before for uh, over a decade. He was a previous CFO before someone else was in that position. He got promoted from within the company and was given a $15 million bonus in stock options for taking the job. Not even doing work, just taking the job. This guy, I guess glided his way from from Harvard to Dartmouth to Microsoft corporate programming. What's that? I just wonder how anyone can be as valuable as being like, we're going to give you 15 million for taking the job. Like, was he just sat there like, eh, I don't know if this is for me. No one's going to say that if they're just going to get $15 million from it. And this is coming during a time where Blizzard is downsizing. There are there are people being fired. They're letting go of... Um, I just said Blizzard, sorry. Activision Blizzard. They're letting go of Bungie and... But George, this is why they need to pay a man $15 million to be their chief financial officer but so 15. he can do the finances to get everybody The jobs. other thing to remember is that the $15 million is not exactly million. cash. And this is the misconception that a lot of people have when talking about the, the like quote-unquote worth of these ridiculously rich people out there and how their assets could pay off the national debt. Is that they're not cash. You can't just turn that $50 million into money. It's stock options. It's $50 million in company stock. So what these moves encourage when when executives are paid out the ass in bonuses while actual workers are being fired is to basically artificially increase the stock price of this company by buying back their own stocks after their employers leave and lose their stock benefits so that they can artificially increase the value of their company and turn that $15 million bonus into, well, let's see, he already gets paid a $900,000 uh, uh, wage in cash. So he can probably sell off some stocks, get get a few millions in addition to that, while, while products are not being shipped as much as they used to, games are not being made as much as they used to, people are not getting hired with old, reliable, established employers as much as they're used to. They have to be self-employed, they have to have gigs and work for commissions and and get their own health insurance and benefits and retirement funds 
And it's a fucking mess. And this is, uh, the reason this is news is because people are just now figuring out how... How shit this is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 15 million. You know what I would do with 100,000? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Like, right now, I can't even buy myself a copy of Resident Evil 2. I need that demo. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't <laughs> afford to play the full game and want to replay the demo again. Well, fuck wow. you. Wow. You just ran into that. You totally did. Holy oh, crap. No. Oh. I did it on purpose. Walked right into it. <laughs> <clears throat> I did it on purpose. And ultimately, no, it's true. I am very poor because I'm moving. I can't buy the one game I want to play this year, yet this dude gets 15 fucking million. I hate it. I need to. I, I've I been saving a dollar for the last 60 days to buy Kingdom Hearts 3. It's the hope I was going to say, I was going to be like, Matt, that's only $60. I don't, I don't know what you can do with Yeah, this. you can't do much with $60 these days, especially in California. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, but Kingdom Hearts 3. That's gonna be, that's gonna be I'm actually super excited for you to get that. Yeah. On a positive note. Yeah, I'm just going to sit back, relax, and do nothing. I need to about three days. see how much. Until nice. the podcast. It's my last three days. <laughs> last three days of peace. And then that's the end of that. I need to. Well, yeah. Speaking of positives. Yeah. Shall we shall we field some questions from our lovely dad? I need to I need to move us on to questions. <laughs> and and wait a minute, there might be some daughters in there. Let's see. There, there might be some daughters. No, I see a lot of O's and N's at the end of what, first names. No, what one of them is a username might be with an O at username. the end. I mean, whatever floats your boat. If you want, yeah, I guess so. Fiona. Oh, that's you ever heard name. of a girl, Justin? I, I've never heard of a girl, Justin. If you would like to uh, send us any questions, comments, uh, contribute to the arguments, um, um, you know, pat me on the back, let me know that I'm right about this RA2 demo lockout after one playthrough being a donkey loaded or wrong. Um, <laughs> please send those thoughts to <laughs> dadandsonspodcast at gmail.com. Once again, we need you to brighten our day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We love you. Yo, actually, new thought. Even you, send James. Send us funny videos <laughs> or funny Carrie. questions. Specifically, yeah, yeah. Let's have a funny week. Let's have a funny week. Twenty nineteen. You know, start start the, like five percent milestone of this new year off on, on a funnier note. Uh, and and this is my last podcast in Okayama, so let's make my first one in Kyoto. A fucking, right. a fucking blowout. If you would like to submit funny Blow. joke questions that you expect us to have a good time answering, or like just little bits of positive uh, uh, questions and feedback, send it to dadandsonspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we got two I wanted to tackle this week that should be fun. First up is from Justin F., who asks, Can you dads or songs <laughs> mention any games you really, <laughs> quote, get, or, or games that are for you that other people just don't understand at all while you're so wrapped up in them? I expect George's jo choice to be pure, utter trash. Thanks. Typer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Type, they, just, they just joined the Discord. Hi, Typer. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I don't... Tactics-based anime games. But I like Fire Emblem. Yeah, you do now, but it took some pushing and shoving to get you to play I it. Just because time. I liked them when I was a kid, and now I like them as an adult. 
But there was definitely Advanced a like Wars, ten year Fire gap Emblem, there. Valkyria Chronicles, uh, Disgaea. Really? Anime you got into Disgaea? <laughs> I mean, I had in the past. I'm just naming off like very good. And Final Fantasy Tactics, of course. I think tactics-based anime games is like the one that I really like. I really like Fire Emblem. I feel like that's where it stems from. Some people just don't like tactics games in general, let alone anime aesthetic ones. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network was that popular back in the day? I don't think it's popular, niche. but it was fun, right? I I enjoyed Mega Man ba- Battle Network. Really did. It was fun. Man, yeah. we need some more obscure shoutouts like Battle Man, Mega Mega Man, Ma- Battle Man, <laughs> Mega Man Battle Network, Mega Man Battle. I actually Man. downloaded them on the Wii U Virtual Console like a couple of years ago. Played through them again. I would probably play through Metal it again. Network. It's fun. It's just the, just the combat is fun, and you're like hacking into the oven to like fix the oven. It's so ridiculous. It's so anime. Like, oh no, the oven's on fire. I might burn in, in this house. Let me jack in in, in this, this electronic that's literally on Matt, fire. Please, please stop jacking into everything. Yeah, there's a lot of jacking with young children in there, and it's really weird. Really weird. George, what about you? You know, I want to take things back a little while and say walking simulators. Everybody gets Metal Gear, No, George. no, I didn't want to pick Metal Gear because everyone likes Metal Gear anyway. I didn't want to pick Witcher because I feel like I've gone down my rant about how charming... Everybody likes the Witcher as well. Yeah, I was right, but people still... Do people still get mad about going home? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure people have strong opinions, well, but it's not yeah. a game. Basically, when I was growing up, I would uh, make maps for Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast, and Jedi Academy, and I would do like Ooh. little environmental storytelling obstacle courses, basically, where uh, I would just like recreate my, my house, but with some stupid internet jokes. And Gone Home always just struck me as like a more high production values, professional version of, of that sort of shtick, which was a fairly... That sounds like a Brendan Chung game. Yeah, yeah, like uh, the... Like 30, 30 Flights of Love and Gravity Ball. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know if you've gone through Gone Home, but there's yeah. no characters. Right. There's there's no uh, quote-unquote combat, and apparently that means it's not a real video game. But that was a really popular motif for the longest time in the modding communities of uh, those old-ass multiplayer games to make maps that weren't really meant to, for combat, but more for exploration and shits and giggles, and that's an ethos that I saw repeated again in the uh, Fallout 3 and New Vegas modding community, where people would make um, custom quests that like didn't have combat in them. They are just kind of like a, a fancy paper trail of like minor puzzle solving to keep your brain awake going through, and I have never really questioned why this would not be a legitimate form of interactive entertainment as 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 fun and engrossing as many video games but apparently uh uh you know the the gamer intelligista the uh the the well-regulated militia fucking the fucking gaming mafia really disagrees with me and wants to break my kneecaps over it i just make more metal gear videos george you'll be fine I don't know if this is something. No, I think people like Soma. Yeah, people like Soma. Yeah, yeah, there were there were Soma's monsters to run game, away though, from. Is it though? Yeah. Soma's much more than just a horror game. It's, it's, Excuse it's, me, it's not. You're not playing Slender Man here, 
where you're just walking through and nothing's happening. <laughs> Internet no real man, game design. it's like massive trippy me. science fiction thought experiment. Sometimes it's it's neat. It it took it's a, still got like took like a year for it elements. to reach a half a million copies sold. Uh, yeah, so I wow, guess that's, that's still really long. They're quite an that's quite an established studio. I mean, to be fair, Celeste mm-hmm. has only sold half a billion as well. Bless you. <coughs> Don't die. Why, thank you. Right. Man. Oh, did they really? Ep- I didn't know they made Amnesia. Yeah, Frictional oh. Games. What a what a good studio. What a great example of why I need to not pay attention to AAA stuff anymore. Because it makes me so mad. But there's studios like them that fill the gaps so well. They are They are the mortar. They are the cement holding our lives together. Agreed. Pretty damn good. Yeah. All right. Um, next question is from Ni He La Zhao asks, my question, do you think that the way we design game making tools and the example slash prefab projects for them are hurting video game creativity? Do you think that with a more varied tool set for quick and easy development, we'd get more variety in the video games we see? Unreal is uh, pretty cool, is it not? I, I messed mean, around with the camera in Unreal, but I don't have a, a lot of experience with with video game uh, editing, other than like Game Maker and stuff. I promise not to go on a big rant about this, but I feel like the bottom line of this is like, uh, no, we live in pretty much the most accessible and varied right. era of video game creation ever. Like you can use so many engines now not even just like unity unreal or game maker you can use like uh rpg maker you can use game maker mv you can use the on click you can use twine you can use so many different things and on top of that everyone has like access to versions of free software for like photoshop like open source versions of that there's Mm -hmm. so many tools for making pixel art there's so many tools for recording sound like, there is a lot of stuff, like Unity Asset Stores. I think that's probably what you're trying to hint at. Like, Jim Sterling's mm-hmm. videos about Unis- Unity Store Asset Flips. Like, there's a lot of that. Yeah, but, but people who do that like to take the easy way out and forget yeah, those exactly, guys. Yeah, exactly, right. And no one plays those games. So, it's like they it's like they almost don't exist. But, you know, without, like, Game Maker, we wouldn't have games like Celeste. So, because those guys basically came up through Game Maker forums and stuff like that, and they moved on to Unity. So, no, no, I don't think so. I think more people are able to make games now, which means we have more chance of having more creative games. Like George was just saying, we have these, like, filler studios now that build stuff because they have access to Unity and and access to Unreal uh, through accessibility options. This this reminds me of that question from last week. talking about making games for greater demographics for a lower common denominator and i mean you like have probably heard me go in and out of this mentality during the course of this podcast like the problem and the solution is that you got to look at the bigger picture i i agree that there is a lot of stagnation among certain scenes of certain genres like low effort unity games being a big one and Triple A games turning into sandbox collectathon mushes being like a smaller example. If this episode has taught you anything. And in either case though, the 
the, the, the problem is a problem of biases. Like, it's where are you looking? Because the industry is bigger than ever, which means there's more games coming out than ever. There's more people making games coming out than ever. It's also more diverse than ever. You have uh, new genres propping up in, in VR games that, that just would not have happened five years ago because the technology wasn't around. You have um, a, a niche of, of mobile cell phone games sustaining themselves alongside a niche of, like, casualized hardcore AAA games alongside a niche of legitimately, like, hardcore AA games that are filling up that cement nicely. The problem is just if you, like, narrow in on... Because of the scope of the size of the industry these days, if you narrow in to any particular genre, you're gonna see a lot of copycatting going on. Because the whole industry in general is way bigger than it's ever been before. I think... I think that's it's, the problem we're dealing with. It's more accessible for making things, but because the way we design games doesn't affect how the game turns out, like there are hundreds of tutorials out there where people follow templates of like shoot 'em ups and stuff like that, but if you dig deeper into the people who are really getting into it, they always want to make original yeah. stuff. And and the stuff will not look like the copycats at all. Like if you tell normies that pillars of eternity is a unity game they'll be like whoa really it doesn't feel like a unity game and that's because diligence and professionalism and and 30-year industry veterans working on something that had millions of dollars of funding from from a good publisher for like like a very quick example of this um is you know rami ismaili the head of lambia has just released a project called meditations which is a huge, all-encompassing project where 365 different video games will be released on each day of this year. Yes, they're short, and they are made very quickly, and they mm. have limitations to them. Yeah. But all of the people involved in that project can only be a part of that project because they have accessibility to game maker and unity and stuff like that. Like, that's the only way projects like that exist, so... Yeah. I feel like we live in a pretty damn good era if you want to make video games. Yeah. Well, guys. Yeah? We've made it. We've made it. This is it. This is, this is this the is end of the outline. As, as, as good as the podcast is ever going to get. It's all stagnating from here. I don't want to say downhill because then people might leave, but maybe people will just stay the same. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is 2019. We- year of the bidet. Fine. We like, raised the bar. Uh, I got a PS4. I think we, I, now it's I, time to cruise on it. Yeah. I feel like we're heading into like a good time. Like I feel like video mm. games are kind of better than ever. Just where you look. I mean, 2018 had like the best January ever. We had Dragon Ball Z Fighters and Monster Hunter, but we had Celeste and other stuff on top of that. But how long did you play Dragon Ball Z Fighters? I played that for a good 50 plus hours. Oh my god. Oh. I played that game a lot with friends. It was just one of those games that I only played it with friends eventually. Yeah. Like Smash. I mean, I'm looking forward like to uh, more governments figuring out more loot box regulations. Other than that, well, I'm also looking forward to a couple games I am looking forward to, like Three Kingdoms and RE2, but other than what that... What you say? Kingdom Hearts? Me too. Oh, oh, um, sure. I... You said three kingdoms. Said three, I, yeah. I'm assuming you meant Kingdom Hearts three. Um, let's 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 leave it at that. Other than that, this year's oh. gonna suck. Yeah. Well, my <laughs> game of the year is gonna be in uh, ten days. So. Yeah, it's called Resident Evil Two. That's crazy that they come on the same day. So generous that they let you play the real game more than once. 
Man, I, I just can't believe how gracious they're being. What? Well, they're really taking a hit for well, us, aren't they? Well, at least you, at least you guys can play it. Oh, mm. fucking dum, dum, dum. millionaire American. You're probably gonna be so busy. You're probably gonna be. No so way, dude. No way. I've got like, I've got like a well. I don't know whether this is even in, this is bore, boring to everyone, but no, I have to wait for my visa to, ch- to change before I can even uh, do what it, I, I'm going to be going to do. Ooh, you're going to be in limbo. I love it. Welcome to limbo. <laughs> Me and so you I'm will be, be in limbo. Well, I'm not going to be in limbo, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to be waiting. So I do have, I do have, and I wanted to talk about it on the the show today, but I haven't played it yet. I do have, I got a code for. Uh, Tales of Vesperia, the the definitive uh, edition, the remake, remaster they did for the PlayStation Four. I love so how like let's get into that bullshit next yeah, week. In the pantheon of of like shitty internet video game reviewers, like it's always the Liam who's into the super weeb stuff. Yeah, dude, I I don't really. Oh play my god, these games. you're always keep telling me Matt, you, Matt, you actually played a Yeez game. You actually did it! Matt is, Matt is literally about to get... Matt is not even literally about to play a Kingdom Hearts game. He's so fucking excited. He bought a PlayStation 4. You can't call me a fucking weeb when Matt bought a PlayStation 4 Listen. for Kingdom yeah, Hearts. But, but Matt takes the goddamn crown. No, he, hey, he doesn't... Hey, I'm not in the parking lot swinging umbrellas around mm-hmm. saying I'm Riku. Alright, I'm not. You're also not in glorious Nippon itself. Okay, I I just I just love Goofy. I just love Goofy, man. I love, I just goofy, love goofy too. I just love kind-hearted games. Light against the darkness. I love okay, blackness is evil. Darkness is evil. I just want to bring Kyrie back to the light. Black it also means other than black people, it also means darkness, dirty, you know? And I want to defeat the darkness without, inside of me. Jesus Christ. He, he never looked at Webster. <laughs> I don't know if they changed it yet. <sighs> Whiteness means pure. 